Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nicky Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the um, yeah, Monday morning episode, yeah. Here it is, here it comes, get ready. Um, good weekend, Sam. Really great, thanks, yeah. I saw the Eagles yeah. last night. What about that? Um hell? And I, yeah, I, was, I used to really like that album, Hotel California, when I was a kid. I think my big brother's got me into it. And I thought, someone off me tickets, I thought, that might be all right. You know, yeah, they're, right. they're quite old. I kind of love that. They're a bit of fun. I uh, went with my brothers and I haven't been out with my brothers, like all four of us, for like since before the pandemic. And yeah. uh, I thought, ah, oh, bit, yeah, bit, bit of fun. Uh, they were absolutely astoundingly good. <laughs> wow. Astoundingly good. I mean, this is a band who've been together for like 50 years, although they did break up for about 20. But they're like just fucking such pros. It's unbelievable. Like yeah. they sit, they sing in harmonies like the Beach Boys or the Everly Brothers, you know. And they've all, mm. they all sing these beautiful harmonies, and they're basically old men, but they are fucking mm. astonishingly talented. And uh, yeah, I, I had an unexpected. I thought it'd be nice to go out. I was seeing a mate who'd sorted out the tickets. I was seeing my brothers. I thought oh, that'd be a nice evening out either way. But as it yeah. turned out, I was blown away by the Eagles, and I came yeah. to the extent that when I came home. I um, actually stayed up to re-watch the History of the Eagles documentary, which I'd seen like quite a few years ago. I think it came out in 2013. I actually bought it at the time, and it's yeah. like brilliant. Uh, I remember really loving it, and because uh, it's about their, I mean, it's about their rise to be massive. At one point, he he goes really casually, "Yeah, we uh, we were selling a million records a week for 18 consecutive weeks." Fucking hell. Imagine that. <laughs> that um, Hotel California album. It must have been, yeah. A million yeah. records a week. How many did we sell this week? A million. Again? Nice. Again? How many <laughs> weeks has it been? 18, you cunt. Fucking hell. Is that is that like approximately or exactly? No. That's exactly. Bad exactly one million. million. We print a million, we sell a million. We print a million, we sell a million. Times 18. You do the maths. 18 million. <laughs> we're knocking out each record for a fiver but we're making two out of each (laughs) now I've not got a calculator but I can fucking tell you there's plenty of dough in it I can say safely that you're all going to be able to afford new jackets next week when the money comes in them jackets with the fringes on the arms get some (laughs) of them oh no they've got great sort of satin baseball jackets with them like you know, but with an E for Eagles on it. Right. Like, you know, those yeah. shiny sort of satin effect kind of yeah. stadium jackets. Well, that's what they all wear on stage. When they're on tour. No, what, not on stage. Uniform. But in the documentary. Like, like they're oh, old men right. now. They all wear all sorts. But in the, in the documentary, you know, they've got their own fucking private jet. They're flying around the world. Mm. And they all rock up everywhere in these fucking awesome jackets. Satin yeah. stadium jackets with Eagles yeah. on the back of it. And they're so cool. All in their um, aviator glasses. Long hair, yeah. beards, flares, 
absolutely like amazing. I think as we're growing up, we all have a period where we think that kind of thing is shit and naff yeah. and really uncool. But now, of course, we realise it is ace. It's fucking <laughs> superb, mate. And me and you, to be yeah. fair, we have talked a lot in the past about getting tour jackets when we go on we tour. Gonna, well, we were going to get customised tracksuits for the last yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. We keep forgetting. Next time, we're getting, at the very least, jackets like the Eagles. What's she talking about? Because right. you'll love the documentary. And mm-hmm. um, it's hilarious, because so it's about their breakup. And when I got in, I said, as, as I was leaving, my brothers, we were like blown away. And I was like, you know what? When I get in, I'm going to fucking watch that documentary. Yeah. And you know me, I like an early night. So it was very, it was a ballsy decision. But yeah. me and my brother, Phil, we've got a code for that, right? Um, when we're going to stay up, going to get home, <laughs> right? Steel Wh- cord. Which is this, which is this. <laughs> I've got a nice bit of tiramisu in the fridge, right? <laughs> Which, by the way, I didn't, but it's code because years and years ago, yeah. I was making a. T- I made, I've told you about it before, but I made this World Cup show for the 2006 World Cup that only yeah. went out on the mobile phones of people That's who had free right, mobile. Yeah. Like the weirdest project. And um, every night I had a footballer, like sort of guests, co host sort of thing. And uh, one night I invited my brother along to the studio. I said, oh, I should come along. It's a laugh. There's always an interesting footballer there, right? And this particular night, it was Paul Parker. Now, Paul Parker, superb player. But I have to say, he is the grumpiest... Wasn't he a bit arsy? He's the grumpiest... <laughs> yeah. Not arsy. Yeah. I wouldn't say he was rude him, but he was so grumpy. He was like a, he was like a grumpy old man, right? And it was like... <laughs> grumpy about being paid to talk about the World Cup. It, it was just so funny. Like, anything he said to him, he's like, oh, fucking hell, don't get me started on that. Like a proper grumpy old man, right? But it was just funny. We kept laughing. And then um, when the show was finally over, it finished quite late. I think we said something like, you know, there was like a rider and there was a bottle of wine left. And we were like, oh, Paul, do you want to take this bottle of wine? It's not even open, bottle of red wine. And he went, yeah, I'll have that. He goes, actually... <laughs> I've got a nice bit of tiramisu left over in the fridge. I'll have that with a glass when I get in. <laughs> and for some reason, me and my brother found the idea of put grumpy Paul Parker, like just planning out his getting in routine. Really good. And now we always say, I've got a nice bit of tiramisu in the fridge. But I was thinking on the way home, it is a great fit. Obviously, I don't go out late much, but when you are on your way home on your own, and you know when you get in, the house will be quiet, mm. people will sleep, whatever. When you start to plan what you're going to do when you get in and you start to think about what you've got in the fridge and what you might watch, it's really nice feeling, isn't it? It is, yeah, because, you know, it's just going to be a positive experience. Yeah, it's just you think, times, oh, isn't it? And you think, I'm like, I think, like, you know, I think, oh, I think there's some crisps. I think I know where the crisps are hidden. Or I think, mm. like, oh, yeah, I'll have a, I think there's a Heineken Zero. I might have that. Nice bit of cheese. Yeah, very often it's cheese, yeah. let's be honest. Usually it's just like, I'm going to have a bit of cheese when I get in and watch a documentary about the Eagles. <laughs> and you get really excited because there's a little bit of time. It's like, what would you call it? You're suspended in time. It's night. Mm. It's dark. It's, it's golden quiet. time, isn't it? It's golden, it golden time. time. Yeah. It's golden time. And um, so, yeah, I said to my brother, I'm going to watch that documentary. I've got a last bit of tiramisu in the fridge. But I, I regretted staying up. But the best thing about the documentary was they're going, yeah, our first album on stage, fucking Don Henley had gone. It's been 50 years since we recorded our first album. We actually did it here in London uh, in a little place just on the outskirts called Barnes. Uh, we oh. didn't like it. 
Fucking <laughs> Olympic Studios, my media yeah. hub, where I do all of my hub, work. Of right? Yeah. And uh, so I came home and watched it. And I thought, how the fuck did this band, who are synonymous with California, and make sunshine music that almost... You can't imagine the Eagles music being recorded anywhere other than in California, yeah. right? Well, why the fuck did they end up in fucking leafy barns, right, where he said it was pissing it down the whole time, right? Why would they come here to record it? Well, mate, I got home, I watched the documentary, and I got my answer to that question. Two words. Okay. Glyn Johns. Our old oh, pal. That's everything comes back to Glyn Johns and that fucking venue. My God. Glyn, Dave said, we needed a producer for our first record and we loved Glyn Johns because he produced every band that we loved. Right? You know, the, the Who and the yeah. Stones and the Beatles. We loved all these bands and he produced all of them. So we thought we want him. So we met up with him in America and we got on all right with him. But then when we said, will you produce us? The message came back, I will, but you're going to have to come over here. Yes. He power played them. He did. And they came over and they did not get on. Then, of course, Glyn himself pops up on the dock with his trademark couldn't give a fuck style. He's like, (laughs) well, they came in. I mean, I, I didn't think they knew what they were what they wanted to be. I said, what do you want to be, a country album or a country band, a rock band? I, I tell you well, this much, if you want to be a rock band, you're not that, because I've worked with the best, right? Uh, <laughs> and then they, they, they wanted to take drugs and, and drink all day in the studio. Now, I'd Mess had, about! He went, I'd had enough of that. Believe me, I had had enough of that with the Stones. I was burnt out on that front. I thought, I'm never working with that lot again. And they said, I said, this isn't going to happen. There is no booze and no alcohol in my studio. And (laughs) the Eagles were just starting out. So they were like, mate, this is what we're in it for. So they're in Barnes. They've been banned from fucking doing any drugs or alcohol. Probably in the fucking 70s. I don't know how easy it was to score coke in Barnes anyway. And um, he refused to like Don Henley, because he's the lead singer, but also a drummer. He wants a Mm. mic on every drum. And Glyn Johns told him, no, nah, I'm not doing that. It's too much ass. I just put a couple of mics near the drum. <laughs> and he went, but I want, he goes, what do you want, what do you want a mic on every drum for? He goes, because I want them to sound louder in the mix. He goes, here's a tip. If you want to sound the drums sound louder, hit them harder. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Also, I've got this thing called a fader. I can move it mm. up and that makes it louder. <laughs> Goes up Don't to ten. you worry, your little head about the fucking microphones and the drums. That's my business. Yeah. <laughs> so in the end, he did one album. Then they sacked him off, and he was like, "It cuts back to him." And yes, it didn't end well, but I can't say I cared. <laughs> now listen, we're gonna do this, but we start at nine a.m. every morning. We break for lunch at twelve, but you get a two-hour lunch because I like to have a little snooze after lunch. But I put, but. We're done by 4.30. Oh, All right. yeah. But they didn't want that. They wanted to live a silly rock and roll lifestyle. So in the end, they went back to America. And to be fair, their records did get better thereafter. But it's just like when Glyn Johns pops up, you're just like, here he is. What's he got to say about this love? Surprise, surprise. <laughs> He's like, I, don't know. I, wonder- I can't really remember. It was a long time ago. Next question. <laughs> I wonder if we could get Glyn Johns to produce one episode of this podcast. I'll tell you what, I'll give it a good fucking go, mate. He'd be perfect we'll for us. crowdfund it. 
His, his, like, his lightness of touch would be perfect because you know he'd be like, right, start talking then. Yeah, a little bit louder. Okay, that's it. Let's go. <laughs> what are you doing with those silly voices for? What's that about? Drop those. Just be not yourselves. Fun. Drop those. They're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was a football Watts. podcast. Now, he was funny. It, you, <laughs> trust me, lads, I've worked with funny people. Charlie Watts, Ringo Starr, you're not funny. You're not. But you obviously know your stuff about, I don't know, football and 1980s television programmes. So just stick to that and you'll be fine. <laughs> I thought this is a football podcast. I've got a printout here of all the weekend's results. I thought we would talk about that. <laughs> this is nonsense. This is absolute shit. How much am I getting paid for this? I'll tell you what, this is awful. I'm thinking of walking. <laughs> <laughs> so um so did Glenn Jones produce Hotel California or No, that... he produced their first album, which I think was just called ah, the, right. the Eagles, I think. Right. And then okay. they were like, Look, this isn't working out and he was like, Yeah, it's not working out. Let's just fuck it. Because that would have been weird. Sort of, I can't give a fuck sort of a thing. No, they recorded uh Hotel California in California. But yeah. the first album, yeah, they just recorded in fucking barns. But it's got all these songs on like I can't remember what song I was on, but very, you know, like, um, peaceful, LA. easy feeling sort of stuff. and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it all sounds so LA. You just can't yeah. fucking picture them in the scene of my media hub. Uh, the cinema where I recently watched Doctor Strange in, into the Strangerverse. Fucking hell. How, how did you find that? Was it good? Well, at, at the media hub, um, before every movie you see, because, you know, it's like, it's a it's it's got a cinema in there as well, right? Mm-hmm. And when you go to see the film, they play an intro sequence of archive footage. Oh. They go, "You are what you are at. You are watching this at Olympic Studios," and they let you know that oh. the actual cinema was where the studio was, like Studio One, right? Mm-hmm. And so they play this archive sequence of the Stones in the room you're sitting in, recording yeah. "Sympathy for the Devil." And it's Fucking actually hell. really good. And, you know, it's the main cinema I go to, and it's been there for about 10 years, so I must have seen about 100 films there. But And they play the same thing every time. But every time I really look forward to it and really enjoy it. Yeah. Because they play it, and Jagger's on the bongos, yeah? Yeah. They've all got those little set dividers that we now use in soulless offices as desk dividers, but they used to use them yeah. in studios, didn't they? And he's playing along on the bongos. Fucking hell. And then it sort of fades out because they're just sort of doing a first draft of it. It sort of mm. fades out, Keith Richards stops playing, and then Jagger looks up and goes, that was all right, do you want to do another one? And then it just ends, and then you know the film's <laughs> about to start. But it's uh, it's quite, you know, it's quite spine-tingly. And now, next time nice. I go in there, which might be today, I'll be thinking all about the Eagles. That's very nice for you. I think I should probably try and get back into Port uh, California, because... When I grew up, there were kind of like two albums, basically, that my dad was into. He wasn't the music obsessive like yeah. I was. Yeah. He, he had like, there were two albums that he'd, he'd bothered to like put on a cassette to listen to in mm. the car. And one was Hotel California, and the other one was Simon and Garfunkel Bridge Over Troubled Water, mm. which I still love that one. I listen to that now and again. Both those albums. My back. dad loved both those albums as well. Yeah. And, just and as a result, ones, so they? do I, yeah. Yeah. But I've, I didn't I didn't like Hotel California when I was a kid. Mm. I, th- I thought it was boring. Yeah. But I'll probably have to go back to it. It's probably ingrained into me. I think you're really you like it. The thing about the Eagles is you sort of think, mm, country rock, I don't know. 
but it's very because it's got that country it's very smooth a lot of their music's actually very soulful yeah um, and they're just oh, amazing well, musicians yeah and guess who support I love them? that sort of stuff a lot more yeah you know, uh, over the years. And they were supported so, by Robert Plant, mate. So I saw Robert Plant as well. Well, there you go. With what's her that? name? What's her name? Alison Krauss. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. I mean, my brother feels bang into them. And I was like, oh, I'm not really into that. Because I just say, oh, I'm not really into Led Zeppelin. It's a bit too rock for <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> but fuck me. They were like, absolute. Again, they were just amazing performers. They both got amazing singing voices. Yeah. They're fucking belting it out in the middle of a massive park. And it just sounds incredible. And then she gets the old violin out and starts playing that as well, mate. Nice one. Now, as I texted you, because it was an emergency, we have fairly strict boundaries about weekend texting to each other. We do. But we do. I, but on occasion, if it's an emergency, we're allowed to break the rules. Yeah. And I thought yeah. it was an emergency to let you know that Tony Hadley was stood about two feet yeah. in front of me. I felt as though that was valid. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was an valid. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to tell Andy this. He, I can't just not tell him. That I'm and I, I, I issued distance. you with a warning, didn't you I? Did, I, yeah. I told you not to approach him. I know. But I was telling my brothers, I was like, there's Tony Hadley. And my brothers like, I hate Tony Hadley. And I was like, hang on a minute. You can't hate Tony Hadley. You told me the other day that you hated Gary Kemp. You can't hate them both. You have to pick a side. Yeah, pick a side, of course. When you said yeah. you hated Gary Kemp, I took that to mean that you hated uh, Tony Hadley. Mm. And he said, first of all, he said he didn't hate Gary Kemp. And then he revealed to me oh. that... He's got his tune. There's two things about Hadley that he said to me. One is he's a gooner. My brother's a Spurs fan. So, you know, they're very funny about Arsenal fans. I don't understand that. I mean, you don't hate every new... You don't instinctively hate someone who's a Newcastle fan. No. Uh, I've got mates who are Newcastle fans. Exactly. I I even have got a few mates who are Millwall fans, mate. It's not a problem. Um, Grown men. But Spurs and Arsenal are a little bit like they really dislike each other. Uh, like that they, they can take personally but the other thing he said was and I didn't know this I don't know if you knew it but Hadley is a very, very publicly and proudly Tory yeah <laughs> which for some that, reason yeah. I just find really funny <laughs> yeah I don't I know why that. he told me <laughs> yeah. quite earnestly like you know he's like he's a massive Tory right and I yeah. just like burst out love he said why are you laughing I said I don't know he's just sort of hilarious <laughs> <laughs> it's like of course he is you just picture him singing gold which look, is like the ultimate 80s Thatcher. it's a it's a Thatcherite anthem and he looks so Tory doesn't he with his yeah, side parting his does. neat parted hair <clears throat> he working class Tory as well working he? class Stars. Tory came from nothing yeah <laughs> well I came from nothing I'm an example all these I'm people sitting around moaning well I could have sat around moaning but I didn't I joined the new romantic scene and became lead myself. singer of a hit band <laughs> I got myself dressed up in loads of tartan I went down to Blitz Club started I, a group I put Anyone on some could do blush that. and some eyeshadow and next thing I know we were number one on both sides of the Atlantic now I, if I, I can do that anyone can I didn't like it but I had to do it because I had kids to feed. <laughs> so don't tell me that you can't get a job. <laughs> I have no sympathy whatsoever. In fact, I have nothing but contempt for my own class and community. I don't know what it is you do nowadays to get into things, but it's that TikTok now, isn't it? Start off on the TikTok. You can put become, the hours in, you put can a become, shift in. 
Yeah, as long as you fuck, if it, look, if you believe in it and you work hard enough, you can do anything. What about rapping? I've seen lots of kids making dough out of the rapping. You don't even need to sing. You don't have to have a singing voice, so that's no excuse. You just say the words, but really quick. You just say the words, and you know what? You don't even need to go out and buy a rhyming dictionary because it's all on the internet now. Yeah. You put a word in that you want to say, and you put it in, and then the rhyming word comes up. You just you pick one. Look at Eminem. Look at him. He didn't have two brass farthings to rub together when he was a nipper. Look at him now, minted, because he rapped. So get yourself on the TikTok and do some rapping. I and you'll be as rich as I am. I am sick of hearing these train drivers say that they want proper rights <laughs> and proper pay. Do me a fucking favour. You didn't see me asking for proper rights and proper pay when I was in Spandau Ballet. I just sung as hard as I could. Yeah, that's, that's part of the reason why I ended up in court with Gary Kemp. Yeah. But there you go, you live and learn, don't you? Yeah. I mean, perhaps in retrospect, I should have fought more for my rights. But nevertheless, <laughs> you got to understand, I was an important singer. These people are mere train drivers. It doesn't take any skill whatsoever to drive a train. It does take skill to sing true night after night on a US tour. <laughs> Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. So was Hadley, was he behaving he, himself? He, he behaved he, himself, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you another funny Didn't thing. Didn't lump anybody. I was telling my brothers about this. I said, listen, right, Hadley's over there. And I've heard he's like one of the hardest pop stars you can get. In okay, fact, yeah. I said, I've heard that Spandau were the hardest band in Britain. And then I said to my brother, I said to all of them, I said, do you know the second hardest star? Right? And they go, who? And I go, Shawadu Wadi, right? <laughs> my brother Theo, who's a bit of a muso, yeah. just without any, he didn't miss a beat, he just went, doesn't surprise me. Yes. <laughs> That's serious. Like, yeah. it was almost like this. Tell me something I don't know. Yeah. It yeah. was like, he, he didn't say he'd already heard it. He was more like, I didn't know that, but I'm not in the least bit surprised. I said, yeah. what are you talking about? He claimed they had a physicality about them. He said he'd they seen, do, they do. He said he'd seen them live. He said, yeah. when you see them live, you can see 
that they're not to be trifled with. Exactly. Just, just look at a photograph of them. Go, just go Google a photograph, all of you, shawaddy waddy. And once you get past the, 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 multi, the multicoloured kind of teddy boy suits and the, the drain pipe coats and the fucking the shoes and all that, just look at them. There's definitely a physicality. They're from fucking Leicester, for fuck's sake. They're not fucking about. Oh, I was going to ask you where they're from. Yeah, Leicester's a pretty hard town, isn't it? Yeah, I think they're from Leicester anyway. That's just how I imagine them. Maybe they're not. But, uh... They're the sort who, you'd say they're Leicester types, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are from Leicester. Yeah, I was right. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture of them now, but I'm like, oh no, that's not Shawaddy Waddy. That's just some. Pe- There's one or two of the original members there, and some younger people. You need to fucking find a photo of the original group. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Nasty bastards. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. For, for a start, there's eight of the cunts. So yeah, you know, it's a gang. Straight away, you're going to have your hands full, aren't you? If you take them on. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you're tasty yourself, it's going to be hard to take them. If you're, I mean, a normal band is like an eight-piece. <laughs> Unless you're Fun Boy yeah. 3. I mean, imagine them. Fucking hell. They could only possibly take on uh, or, or be matched by UB40 or Earth, Wind and Fire. <laughs> Earth, Wind and Fire. You wouldn't fuck with them. Or Sly no. and Family Stone. Or the Polyphonic Spree. <laughs> no, you they're could fight hard. the Polyphonic Spree. They're mate, a, you could fight the Polyphonic Spree. They're a proper fucking... They're a naughty little outfit, mate. Are they? <laughs> They'll give oh, you a shit. smack bottom. <laughs> we are the Polyphonic oh, Spree. And we are fucking hard as nails. And we Despite are here... Despite of how we look. And you fucking know where... If anyone fucking wants a go, if anyone wants a fucking shot at our belts, you know where we fucking are. <laughs> Dave Bartram. Singer of Shawaddy Waddy, he was almost done for by COVID. He said he had it bad for for weeks. But, but luckily, um, obviously, he said in a sense, COVID's not going to beat him, is it? my renowned hardness, I managed yeah, exactly. to fight it off. <laughs> that's the underlying message. He doesn't actually say that in the yeah. interview I'm looking at, it's but that's little, the underlying message. He gives message. a little sort of wink, a virtual wink, yeah. as he'd say, yeah. yeah. I showed fucking COVID to his boss, don't worry about take that. More than, take more than fucking COVID to knock me down. <laughs> <laughs> Many have tried, could. none have succeeded. <laughs> and I include fucking COVID in that. <laughs> oh, bless them. I did have some bad news this weekend that I wanted to tell you about. Oh, no. uh, yeah, it's quite sad, but I actually might ask a bit of advice. Um, I was washing up my fish slice and it snapped. Right. So I've got a broken fish slice. And How I does looked... a fish slice snap? Is it not robust enough? You'd think it'll be... it, it's a, one of them. It wasn't a metal one. It was one of the, what do you call, right. like, plastic, but... Oh, okay. I don't know, they call it something else sometimes, but anyway. Um, so what I do is, Andy, mm. is that when I'm washing it in mm. the sink, I push, because it's at an angle, right? And mm. on a fish slice, the food will kind of, that you've been flipping in a pan, very often in my mm. case, an egg. Mm. It will gather on the edge of the flat bit. Yeah. And so yeah. what I do is I push it down so it lays flat on the surface of the sink and then I give right. it a scrub. But I think right. having used that technique for so long, yeah, yeah, you've, it's warm. You've weakened it. I've weakened yeah. it and then it, it, like yesterday morning it was like enough's enough and it just snapped as I tried to mm. employ that technique. I looked at it and I thought, that's it, it's dead. The, but it was one of other, my favourite utensils, that's the thing. Yeah. The other thing as well with the plastic fish slices that it can it can sometimes melt a little bit on the edge. Yeah, I like that. 
shows that it's been it's warm like you've really fried a lot of eggs it's 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 kind of the the utensil equivalent of Dave Barton of Shawadiwadi it's been yeah and also it's like if you've got running shoes right and they're a bit pristine it's embarrassing like you want running shoes shoes that look beaten up like you've been out on the road in these running shoes a lot right same with anything and um, like one of the guys in the Eagles last night had a really old guitar that looked like he'd had it since 1973. Like it was all yeah. like the bits of fucking splinters of wood hanging off it and shit. And you think, yeah, that's seen that's seen life. And I quite mm-hmm. like a fish slice that's uh, like you know it's got off, picked up a few injuries along the way because of this sheer amount of fried eggs and omelets and so forth that you flipped with it. Um, so I was really fond of it, and now it's dead. And uh, but I'd only ever get a plastic one, mate, because I've got a really nice couple of non-stick frying pans that I use. And if you use a metal fish slice on them, well, you're an idiot because you will they'll perish it. it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I suppose I just go out and buy a new one, right? You're gonna have to. You might say one that you, you really like. I mean, the technology might have moved on quite a great deal since you first got that. Where do you get it's yours from? Do you just get them from Asda? I just get them from like Sainsbury's or Asda. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I do really like Dunelm. I don't know if you've got a Dunelm near you. No, I don't know that. Uh, Dunelm might just be a northern thing. Is that a kitchen thing, shop? It's homewares, yeah. I love yeah, homewares shops. some lovely stuff in I Dun- love- Dunelm. When I'm in a t- yeah. any new town, the first thing mm. I seek out is homewares shop. You can go to Dunelm and you can wander around. You don't even buy anything. You can wander around for ages yeah. and the vibe is just so fucking chilled out. It's yeah. Lovely. Yeah, I love those kind of places. I like independent ones as well. Um, I'll I'll try something like that, but I feel like it won't be the same. I'm a bit gutted. Or I might do the old John Lewis. We haven't talked about John Lewis in a while. But, no. um, well, i tell you what put paid to that is that we accidentally slipped into talking about how attractive the former managing director of John Lewis was. We did this a few years ago. Because she'd been in I the paper. I remember that now, yeah. And yeah. she was very attractive. And it, fucking hell, it turns out I know her sister. And it got back to her. Oh, you did, yeah. So then I got a message from her sister Shit. saying, Oi, what, she's a serious businesswoman. What are you yeah. going on on so your weird like podcast? A, like a couple of fucking weird pervert old men about, I thought. And I was like, <laughs> Sal, sorry about that. All the best. God bless. <laughs> I'll do it again. Yeah. (laughs) Here I am doing it again, but I feel enough time's passed now. Um, But yeah, I might go back to uh, John Lewis, because you know, like, as I said before, in John Lewis, you go up, you find Mm. the shop assistant who's some sort of vaguely camp man, really smartly dressed, and you go, hello, sir, may I help you? And you just go, I am in the market for a fish slice. Oh, very good, sir. Step this way. I want you to talk me through all the fish slices, but ultimately I want you to end with what you regard as the ultimate fish slice to use yeah, with a non-stick to it. Yeah. And that's what they do. And you can do it. Perform for it's me. a brilliant <clears throat> thing. And John knows you can do about any product, no matter how obscure, they'll do it. So I think I might get, like gather up the energy yeah. to go to a John Lewis yeah. and get the fish slice chat. Treat yourself. Go, yeah. I'd go early, um, yeah. midweek, yeah, because they'll probably be quieter and they'll be more keen to well, you know, put put a show on for you early Wednesday. And, and yeah, they'll have had a, maybe a, co- a coffee first thing, so maybe mm. slightly buzzing. <laughs> um, I would do that. I've just had a look, Dunelm store locator nearest one to you appears to be uh, Collier's Wood. Ah, oh, as far as that, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't even know where that is. I think it, actually, I think it isn't that far. I think it's sort of towards Surrey, down the A3. Pri- Priory Retail Park, Collier's Wood. It says here from Barnes in London that's about four point four miles. Oh, fucking hell! But L- London, I don't know how long that would take. London, I could take. Yeah, that's like half, half a day's driving. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, fine. I don't know. <laughs> Quicker to but, walk. Maybe just have a look at the website first, familiarise yourself, then go and have a look. Have well, they are to, up until have you they're to, up till nine pm. Are there fish so, slices selection online? Uh, that's a good question. Let's have a look. Fish slice, it's coming up there. Uh, oh, they've got they've got a wooden curved slotted spatula. Right. Uh, they've got a plastic um, slotted one. Spatula with a fork. Oh, a, a, a red spatula with a fork element. <laughs> so on the, the, the sort of left-hand side of it, yeah. the, you know, the flat surface at the front, the th- yeah. first third of that flat surface is forked. Mm. Oi, this spatula is like forked, mate. <laughs> it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But silicon spatula, £2.50. Silicon, that's what I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah, £2.50. Three colours you can choose from. You get it in red if you want. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's time to get wow. a, a sexual fish slice. Red, red grey or black. And it's got five-star reviews. Um, one one review only, but it's a five. And it's from Jules from a month ago. And they say, easy to hold, nice, flexible, ideal with non-stick pans and for scrapping cake mixture into tins. I think they mean scraping, but never mind. So I go. can't find it. I'm on the, on the website. Dunelm? Yeah. Oh, sil- oh, yeah, I can see it now. Silicon spatula. No, the one that I had, mate, was um, slotted. Right. Like, well, they do slotted as well. Look, I'll I tell you the one that I'm looking at. This is a great listen. Good job this isn't one of the paid podcasts. Um, <laughs> it's seven quid. I know that sounds really expensive, but take a look mm-hmm. at it. Brabantia Tasty and Pink Spatula. Yeah, the pink handle. Yeah, that's nice. Bit of a flourish. Um, I don't think you'll get anything better than that in John Lewis, to be honest. That's good, isn't it? It looks pretty robust as well, mate. That that has got uniform across the board, five star as well. And it's got ten reviews. I'm driving out there. I'm going to drive out there today. Oh, the Cosmos has spoken. The first review, right? The first review says about it. Very nice and nifty spatula. Oh, this is amazing. The Cosmos has been speaking go. a great deal to me recently. Yeah. I'll just tell you briefly, really quick, just like because some listeners are into the Cosmos like I am. And I'm really serious sometimes about the Cosmos, right? And yeah. th- uh, a few things have happened. I'll tell you all three of them just really, really quickly. First one, right? Uh, I've been look. I've been doing a bit of DIY around the house, and obviously I got the Vita modular done um, earlier in the year. And last year we had to get our roof replaced. So I was just thinking to myself, ah, oh, I wonder how much my house might be worth. Which is a boring cunt thing to think. Feels a bit Tory, I know, but sometimes you have to think these practical things. And there's mm. one guy I know who's an estate agent, right, in Barnes, and uh, I just know him because he he sold our our old house and. He's like a nice bloke, so I chat to him and I see him. But I haven't seen him in ages and ages. On the morning I was thinking that, it, I was driving back from the park I've been running, and when I pull up outside my house, the cunt's standing outside the house Ooh. next door. I got out and said, what are you doing here? And he never deals in my part of Barnes because it's too common and cheap, right? And yeah. he's like, oh, I'm selling this house. Apparently the yeah. house two doors down, 
belongs to a direct descendant of Shakespeare, he reckons. I said, wow. mate, you don't have to do the spiel on me. I'm not buying it. <laughs> but he said it, Jim. <laughs> anyway, I thought, that is really Cosmos. I didn't tell him because he didn't strike me as the sort of bloke who'd have any truck with Cosmos chat. You know, yeah. estate agents are a bit more straight down the line. But I thought, that's so weird because I haven't seen him in like two years and I'm driving down the road thinking, no, I hope I bump into him soon. I'm going to ask him to value my house. He's waiting outside my house. Then... <clears throat> The night before, I'd seen ABC. Oh, no, that night I went to see ABC. The next day I got up and I said, right, I'm definitely going to try and find Let's Can I Love and stick it on the record player today. And my wife said, I'm not sure we've got it, you know, or if we have, it'll be really deep inside those records in the cupboard. You'll never find it. So I open up the cupboard and at the front of all the records, staring out straight away in the cupboard where I never go because I keep my main A playlist out next to the record player yeah is Let's Can Have Love fucking hell and there's about 100 records in this pile and it was staring they're not alphabetically arranged no 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 just just like we're not like that at all we just have a fucking dump of records in this cupboard and I was like that's weird and then the third thing that happened is this we're going into the gig last night and as I said the support were Robert Plant and Alison Crow right and as we're walking in, two of my brothers, Terrace Legend, QPR Terrace Legend, Cass, and uh, veteran West Ham hooligan, Dominic Delaney, right? <laughs> yeah. They're going, ah, who are we seeing now? Because they were there for the Eagles, and they don't keep up with music, let's say, right? And my <laughs> brother, Theo, who's the oldest of us all, who's a bit like... What's all about? Who's a bit like the wise owl from Winnie the Pooh, right? Because he's our yeah. oldest brother, and he's really, really, really into his music. He's got a great music radio show, which people should listen to, called Johnny Friendly Radio Show. And he goes, oh, um, it's uh, it's Robert Plant. Oh, yeah. And they're a bit like, oh, yeah. And what was he? Was he in the hole, Sammy? <laughs> and my, bro- <laughs> and my brother Theo's a bit like rolling his eyes patiently, saying, no, he was in Led Zeppelin. And... Um, blah, blah, blah. And, and he performs with Addison Crowley, who's a very, very well-regarded singer from the bluegrass scene in America. And he starts going there. And they both look at each other and they go like this. All right, mate, we didn't ask for a lecture, right? <laughs> he was only, he was trying to educate them, but he went a bit far, right? And I went, just because I was being a cunt, yeah, I went, I thought, oh, I, I could appreciate where he was coming from, but you know me, I like to get involved in some, yeah. in banter. So I go, who the fuck's this? Whispering Bob Harris, right? I was quite pleased with the reference. It got a big laugh. We walk, then we proceed to walk in to the fucking gig, right? We're not in the VIP bit at this stage. We're in the normal crowd. We see someone having a selfie taken with someone. We walk past. It's Whispering Bob Harris. You can. Oh, no brilliant. Lie. Five minutes Get after in. I've made the gag, we're in Get a park in. and there's thousands of people there. And what an obscure reference, whispering Bob Harris. I mean, I could have said John Peel, right, for example. But I said whispering Bob Harris, and then he's fucking there. There he is, right in front of you. Summoned by the Cosmos. Super Cosmos. That's brilliant. And the Cosmos often comes in threes. So there you go, I've had them. There's a bit in Billy Connolly's autobiography where he talks about that happening to him. People he'd never seen for ages or years even. Yeah. And he thinks about them and then they appear in his life like within the next day or whatever. Yeah. And he says, I, I went and talked to a, uh, I went and talked to a Buddhist monk about this. Oh yeah. About this, this phenomenon. Yeah. And asked him what it, what it meant and all this kind of thing. And he kind of just said, yeah, that happens sometimes. <laughs> 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 yeah. The Buddhist monk's name was Glyn Johns. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's the Glyn John's approach to it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it'll happen. What do you want me to tell you? It's just weird, isn't it? Yeah. Next question. Shit happens. I had a, when I was at uh, sixth form college, I had a mate who I'd known since school, and he was he was a nice bloke, but he smoked so much weed that he basically, by the time he was seventeen, he'd just lost his fucking nut completely. Oh, yeah. You know how it is. Yeah. And sometimes I'd sit next to him in the common room between lessons, and you'd know that he was going to start saying weird shit, right? Mm. And he said, "Yeah, um," he started explaining to me how you can control someone else's thoughts, and I was like. Because I knew him, I'm like, yeah, this is standard shit. I'll just go with it, fine. My, I'll be like, my politics lesson starts in a minute, so I'll just let him tell me how he control thoughts. And he's telling me all these different ways that you control thoughts with other people. And he went, you can even use it with women. And suddenly, 17-year-old me, my ears prick up. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah tell me how you do that. And he goes, well, it's really yeah. simple. He goes, like, <laughs> if you're sat next to a girl that you like, all you need to do is keep thinking the thought fancy me and you keep thinking that intensely and eventually that thought will transmit into her brain if you're sitting close to her okay and she will <laughs> fancy you so I'm like, all right oh, that's good anyway i've got to go now so i go to my politics lesson and the teacher's done a fucking reshuffle of the seats and this girl in the class who was really pretty and who i really fancied had been moved next to me and I thought, even then, before I was aware of the cosmos, I did think to myself, fucking hell, this is a sign. A minute, I, I'm yeah. going to tell you now, Andy, I've never admitted this to anyone, but I spent that whole hour-long politics lesson not concentrating on the lesson, just thinking for a whole hour, fancy me, fancy me, fancy me, fancy me. <laughs> and did she? No, nah, she didn't fancy me. Well, I learned an important lesson that day, and the lesson is... Don't waste your, waste your time trying to do mind control because it doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. work. Oh. I put it to the test and not lightly either. I spent a whole hour testing it out and it just didn't yeah. work. So it, it's bollocks, basically. And tr try not to listen to 17-year-olds who've smoked too much dope as well. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you've got to try everything, haven't you? And I've tr I tried mind control. I tried yeah. getting my love life advice from a 17-year-old stonehead. <laughs> Neither of them worked out and I haven't done it again since. So, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, it's the thing. You don't know till you try these things. Yeah. Right, that's it from this one. Um, thanks very much for listening, everyone. We'll be back throughout the week uh, with all the usual stuff. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.